Welcome back to Two and a Half Chicks. Today, we bring Kevin back from episode one to talk about sex and technology. What do we mean when we say technology? How far back do we go? From the explosion of the internet, everything is available at our fingertips. There's so many new platforms for meeting people. More than ever, we can connect with strangers on sex. And there's a whole new world of sexting. And how do our experiences differ by generation? Sex is everywhere for free these days, from the comfort of your own home. How about falling in love online before you ever meet? And how powerful it is when you finally do. As technology continues to evolve, one thing is for certain, it provides creative ways to get your freak on. Hey everyone, it's Two and a Half Chicks. We're back. It's me, Tess, Monica, and Brian. Hey. Hi. And uh, Sorry, Monica. I can't <laughs> seem to get that right. Uh, Kevin is back with us today, and I'm going to throw it over to Kevin a little bit, tell you a little bit about himself. I'm Kevin Jones. I'm an aspiring writer and comedian out in New York, and uh, I'm probably Two and a Half Chicks' most favorite guest. Oh, right. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I said I'm, I'd, I'd be glad to come back anytime. I just didn't realize it was going to be so soon. All right. Well, that's saying something, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, that or we don't know too many people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so today we're here to talk to you guys about sex and technology. Like, how has... How has your dog barked in the background? That's not my, that's not my <laughs> maniac. No, that, that's my maniac. Possibly it's my roommate. All right, today we're here to talk about sex and technology. How has the, I don't even say invent of technology because we're going back way too far. How has the changes in technology over the years changed how we approach sex, how we look at sex, how we think about sex, how we share sex? Uh, sky's the limit on this conversation. I mean, we'll cover anything from, you know, did you have a good experience with it, a bad experience? Do you sext with people? Do you send nude selfies? Um, how have sex toys evolved? But what do we mean when we say sex and technology? Does anybody want to give that one a stab? I, I had a question on that too. So when we say technology, are we taking this, is this an uh, electronic thing or is this a, like, you know, are magazines part of the evolution of, and stuff like that, drawings, photos? Brian, you forgot in, cave drawings. Exactly. Where is the technology part of this? In my mind, you know, we, we're kind of a generation that grew up, you know, when we were younger, we didn't have the technology we have today. So to me, it's really more, you know, we had books, we had magazines, we had stuff like that. To me, it's more the invention of the internet. Like, that's what my brain went. I don't know if anybody else had a different idea. My brain went when things became so accessible via the internet. So, but obviously, technology has changed in a lot of different ways, right? Like I said, things have evolved. There's different ways to deliver things to people now. Like I said, sex toys have changed. So, gotten probably a lot more enhanced. So, what what's anybody else's thought on that? Sex, it, w it wasn't as published as it was many years ago, but ever since... Any technology has been invented, like paintings, camera. Sex has always been something that people have drawn or gravitated to or expressed themselves with. Um, you, you find so many paintings from the 20s when they first started pictures or even the 1960s, right? Of nude women, nude men, people having sex. So funny how humans, we just love sex, don't we? For me, it's kind of simple. Like, I remember my sister, she got a... Uh an old beat up Oldsmobile from a junkyard when she had her first son. And in the back of it was just old mildew covered hustlers. And I was probably 10 years old at the time. And then the following year, you know, we're one of the first people in the, in the neighborhood to have the internet. So I'm the cool kid because we're looking at porn on the internet. So <laughs> it literally went from old dirty hustlers to internet porn. And did you get to keep those magazines? No, no, no. You didn't want to. No, you're going to get some kind of respiratory infection from that. It's terrible. Uh -oh. Well, There's always been an appetite for it. There's no two yeah, ways about it, right? I but agree. how has always how have things changed? How much more accessible is it, obviously, with technological change? Okay, so every this is like a multi-billion dollar industry, right? Yearly, right? Everything is encouraging pleasure, right? There's a saying where if there is a product out there, somebody will make it sexual, right? Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter what the product is, somebody will slap a dildo on it, somebody will put a vibrator on it, a, a cock ring. It doesn't matter. Like a bed, you buy a bed, you can buy a vibrating bed, you can buy this. You, you know, it doesn't matter what people sell. An example of that, Brian, is like in books, the people write fan fiction. 
uh, with where they where they have the characters go where they wouldn't go in the book because the book has to maintain a certain rating. Mm-hmm. Famously for my generation, we uh, it's called Rule Thirty Four, where if it exists, there's porn of it. That's mm-hmm. the internet rule. So if something exists, there's always going to be porn of it. So I feel bad because Kevin's generation they have sex with like you know cartoon characters. Like they they watch cartoon porn, <laughs> just like anime weird. or whatever that's. I'm called. telling you right now, if it was you know 1981, Brian's smoking a dupe, He's probably 45 years old. If he saw Daphne and Velma <laughs> going at it, he'd be loving it. He would. That'd be 44, Kevin. Get that straight. No. And what about this? Obviously, Urban Dictionary brought the invent of all these new vocabulary terms around sex. I mean, I think it was Urban Dictionary. I don't know. I'm dating myself now. But, like, did that exist years ago? Or is that a newer thing where we knew what whatever the thing was, but now it's got a term, it's got a name, and it's all sexual? Yeah, like, where did the word dildo come from? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know where the, the, we think about it, right? Where do any word come from, right? <laughs> all these things. Like, when you think about all the weird, like, somebody said to me the other day, rusty trombone, and I just started cracking up. Like, who thinks of this stuff, right? <laughs> okay, what the... What does that mean? Yeah, I, I had to ask the same question. Oh, okay. It's not just me. Okay. I, like, <laughs> Kevin, do you know what the what the rusty trombone is? Uh, No, I don't know what that is. I'm assuming it's a masturbation term. Well, yeah, I, I heard the guy said, now this is what the guy told me. It's when you go from anal to a blowjob. So That's, I could be completely yeah. wrong. That guy could be completely wrong. But, you know, kids nowadays come up with this stuff. It's just hysterical. Sure. Oh, no. Rusty bit trombone, like, I remember hearing that when I was a kid. But it's 2022 really? now. You can't call it Rusty. It's just ass to mouth. So I think we determined that really sex and technology can cover the gamut. I learned from v- VHS. I, I, I learned because, like I said, we talked about this in early episodes. We didn't have conversations about sex growing up. So we had to rely on whatever technology was available. And ours was the VHS recorder and the graininess the the big 70s bushes all that stuff but i mean at least it gave you the basics right where to put your penis where to put your fingers where to put your hand it it gave you the basics so it was a great stepping stone until you know you got old enough to start doing it on your own and then the the deviant mind took over and well i'm sure it had to have been a complete mind fuck like to have to go from analog porn such as magazines or vhs to all of a sudden the advent of the internet and you know not trying to say anything about your generation but your generation was a little bit late on the internet and then to log on for the first time and sex is everywhere and it's all for free like you don't have to pay for it you don't have to go to a dirty fucking hole in the wall shop to get it well we realized that every time we turned on the internet to watch porn when it first came out we got spam up the wazoo and you know, everybody's trying to steal your information. So it was a little nerve wracking when when it all became so accessible. I'm going to take us back for a second to the rusty trombone because we have some verification here. The rusty trombone is a sex act which consists of giving your partner a hand job while also performing analingus on them. Analingus, also known, known as rimming. Oh, so. there you go. So the guy that told me. Oh, I get it because you're in the back and you're using your hand. Okay. Yeah, visual. <laughs> yeah, because you're like... Oh, God. One, one more time, Monica, what was that? You're blowing from the no. back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Monica, thanks for that visual. So one of the coolest things that I've been in my time, right, like going forward, I'm going to fast forward. There was. Did anybody see the movie Her with um, Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. Oh, gosh. can't so recall. I thought that that was one of the coolest movies ever was it a slow moving movie like a- yes it was it was it was all technology right he had an earpiece in his ear and and everybody did this mm-hmm. right everybody had earpiece and they had their relationships that weren't so much as physical i guess um and he would just basically had a relationship with a voice and it because the, the voice was programmed to, to respond to everything that he, they that she knew he wanted to hear yeah it was ai yeah i mean could you imagine a life like that Right, I mean that's. I think that in that movie, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't seen it in a while. But didn't they have like surrogate kind of women that would come in there and pretend they were that person? Like you would have the earpiece in, the surrogate would come in and let you fuck her or do whatever you want to do with it. But the earpiece would be the her voice, and she would be going through the motions and stuff like that. So it was 
kind of cool. It was really cool. If you haven't seen that movie, you should check it out. Her. And the other thing was like, look, as simple as a Demolition Man, when Sandra Bullock put the little ring wreath on on his head, he's like, want to do the mambo jumbo and all right. That was everybody's idea of futuristic sex, where there wasn't really wasn't a lot of connection. It was just, it was all mental. I would say that's pretty similar to real life. Is you know having the internet and webcams and everything that makes a long distance relationship easier because you are able to have that sexual connection with somebody by doing those types of things and sexting and you know phone sex and webcamming you know i think that's added a new tier to what a actual relationship with somebody can be and you don't have to physically be there with them but also be with them in real time all right do you think that like having technology involved in this world it kind of chips away at the like the human connection do you think that we're becoming a little more dull in the grand scheme of things sexually because we're relying on other people to you know support our imagination that kind of goes off of what i'm you know i'm from a generation where you know like i was with my ex-wife for 12 years and we get divorced when i'm 28 i don't know how to talk to women anymore so i go to match.com i date a girl for like a year and a half after that now tinder's around now I'm just hooking up with girls, going out to a bar, having a couple drinks, and next thing I'm getting blowies in a Princeton parking deck. It was such a crazy jump from everything. And now my generation, we kind of rely on the dating apps because we know what everybody's looking for. Whereas I miss the thrill of going up to a stranger and flirting and seeing their reaction. And But then I no longer have to have that disappointment of them just going, no, I'm not interested. You get that through the app. Exactly. You can just swipe left, swipe right. They stop talking, no big deal. They're not very invested. Exactly. You know what somebody's looking for when you're talking to them on these apps. And I think that does kind of skip out on that human connection when it comes to actually meeting people in real life. But I think it's kind of interesting how when you have something through a computer screen, how close, even through just texting, how close you can get with somebody and how much you can get to know them without even ever meeting them in person. Oh, absolutely. I've had an experience like that with, uh, you know, getting to know somebody exclusively through writing. And it's kind of crazy to me how it's not the same as a person to person connection, but it still kind of amazes me how you can take all that stuff aside and just like get to know somebody through what they're sharing with you. No, it's not my story. So I'll leave the person's name out of it, but they had met someone via TikTok. Like, they saw each other's TikToks, and then one slid into the other's DMs, and then they started dating long distance, one being out here on the East Coast, the other being out on the West Coast. And they dated for, like, months before ever actually meeting in person. Like, they would FaceTime, text, call, all of that jazz. But is that really call- is that really dating, though? When you're just it seeing is, somebody Monica. online or through videos, but you're not, you've actually never met them, you've never touched them, you've never seen them face-to-face, is that really dating, or is that just talking over the internet yes i think it is i think it's day because that happened to me when i met the devil i mean i met her don't get me wrong but there was nothing we did we weren't physical but we wound up having like a six-month relationship via facetime and phone conversations which i thought was amazing because you get to know the inside of somebody you know what i mean and then when you do finally get together with them physically you did all the groundwork and you have an emotional connection, which makes the sex even better. Right. You, you've like, that's something I miss uh, as far as like outside of the dating apps, because it's easy enough to meet up on a first date and then like, all right, let's go back to your place or my place. Like Brian, you had that long-term relationship, like a physically long distance relationship as well. That lust had to have been insane the first time that you it were was. actually being able together. And that just 100%. sounds so fantastic to me. Not yours, but like my imaginary one. No, I know. I know. You want to picture me doing a lot of stuff, Kevin. I get it. I don't blame Certainly you Certainly do. Either. You're right, though, because we were able to do, you know, have fake sex, basically, uh, FaceTime, right? You know, shut the doors. You're looking at each other. You're undressing. You're touching each other. It was pretty damn cool. But then when you finally got to the real thing, it was amazing. What happens with the people that use that? And they're like, they, like they, you know, they get these webcams and I'm sure that these people pay for webcams right nowadays, these women or guys, whatever you are, and you want to throw your body out there and 
stick a candle up your ass, you know, for your viewers. It doesn't matter, right? They form these bonds with these people. You know, that's kind of get a little, got to be a little scary, right? Because financially they're going, you know, they're paying for this service. And then they get these people that are playing on their emotions. Um, it, you know, it allows you to live outside your existence in the grand scheme of things. There's really no chance. Well, let's say, you know, I'm not going to be like, there's a billion to one chance that you're saying there's a chance, but like, you know, you're spending all this money and time on someone that's playing with you and you're never going to touch this person. But I think that's a mutually agreed upon decision. Like, you know that going into it. Yeah, it's transactional. I agree. But like, what's, I guess. Look, you look at what Charlie Sheen's favorite line is. He wasn't paying for prostitutes because he was lonely. He was paying for them to go away. It was all transactional. He wanted the company at the moment, and he had the money to do it. So if somebody has the money to go ahead and spend on an OnlyFans where they're getting custom videos and chatting and something like that, they already know what they're getting into. They may fall in love with that person, but they already know that, hey, in order to be with this person, I have to subscribe and I have to, you know, Mm -hmm. not like they're being played. Monica, how are you doing on that site? Are you doing okay on that? You making a lot of money? (laughs) OnlyFans? I don't think there would be a demand for me. I don't think there's much of a demand for 50-year-old women out there, Brian, so. I'm sure there is, Monica. Trust me. Maybe if I pretend to be 35-year-old. Yep. Like, even deep, like, yes, there is. (laughs) I know, because he's looking it up. Well, I probably get a lot more action than I'm getting right now, so maybe I should look it up. And you get paid for it. Yeah. My kids are going to college, so I need it. Let's try to let's try to amp this up a little bit. Does anybody have any stories about how your sex life evolved over the years due to changes in technology? Did you start doing something new? Did you? I mean, obviously, we were talking a little bit about you know online relationships or such and and connecting with somebody. But did technology change your sex life in any good way or bad well, way? I I will say this: I did try. I have a tens device. If everybody knows what a tens device is, it's like one of those things when you strain a muscle you go to the doctor and they put those little electric things on you and they pulses and it makes your muscle flex and you know and kind of supposed to relax you well i tried sticking it on me one time sexually and um couldn't really because i saw it on a saw it on like somebody saying if you put it here and you do this it should mimic well for me it didn't mimic anything but i also did some research on this other thing called like a, a morari patch where you place this thing on your perineum, like or your taint, on it, and every time, like you're you're you know you're penetrating stuff, it emits a small like electrical shock to your perineum, which is supposed to delay your ejaculation. So I'm actually thinking of trying this and giving it a shot because my tens device thing, I, I think it was emitting too much shock, and I couldn't adjust the power on it, but. It just really wasn't sticking that well. It was just, it was a failed attempt at technology electrically. But I think I'm going to try this Morari patch. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, I think you're not supposed to shoot when you're doing it. That's the purpose of it. <laughs> I'm not supposed to shoot? You said I'm going to give it a shot. Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. I don't understand that 12-year-old humor. Brian, I'm going to need to take an improv class. I didn't get that either, so. Well, you know, aspiring comedian, that's not funny. That's what he should have added in the beginning. But anyway, yeah, that's why I'm aspiring, not failed. <laughs> how, has this, how has technology changed your sex life? Good or bad? It's just become more open to talk about, really, I think. At least from where I grew up, it was, uh, you know, uh, you didn't talk about it as much when you were younger, at least in my circles. And now it's it's just a lot more open. I feel like it's opened it up so it's not so taboo anymore to talk about crazy sexual stuff anymore. It's normal. That's actually a great win, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a Which great Which should have benefit. been all along. Yeah. Agreed. I was talking to my girl about it. I think that my, this is going to sound stupid maybe, but the, my favorite thing about technology was like the idea of sexting. I think that's just so crazy because it allows you to still, you know, use your imagination and she said to me, well, I don't want you going and sexting people. You know, I was like, I, I, this was the research I looked up when I see like all these, there's like, you know, apps and websites where people just sext. Uh, what is encompassed in sex? Is it writing sexual stuff or are you talking about like nude selfies or what is no, like all of it? Like, just like if you met somebody like online and you don't know what they look like, you don't, but you're sexting with them. And it's just talking about sex or yes. uh, flirting or flirting. Like, yes. Yeah, it's almost or like, like tuning, turning each other to on. Turn each other or, on. And yes. then obviously you just take care of your own self. Yeah, I do but, that. Yeah. Not on chat, not on like uh, 
chat forms or anything, but like I had a pen pal that I did that with. Yeah. That I never met. So what were you talking about? Everything and anything? Yeah, anything and everything. But mostly sex because I met this person on a a website we were both on, another website, but a, a platform that we were both on for erotic content. So I met the person on there. We started chatting and then we realized that we had, you know, a lot in common and we started, you know, chit-chatting and then we started sharing erotic photography and yeah, it was really a cool experience. I thought about this too. Like when we brought up this topic, I thought about how great this all must be for people with disabilities because I'm I'm sure that they want to have sex, right? I mean, I'm sure that they want to be desired. If there's something out there you know, in the world that whether it be sexting or, or an electrical pulse that can help, you know, somebody, you know, reach ejaculation, that's going to be pretty damn cool. So, you know, technology outside the, you know, I don't, you know, people with, without disabilities in the grand scheme of things must be pretty amazing. I mean, it'd be really cool to have a guest come on here that was, you know, had a disability that could talk about sex life and see what, what, how they go about it. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Kevin, you have an answer to that question about how your life has uh, and your sex life has evolved over the years because of technology. I would say uh, I'll start of you know the random hookups through dating apps and whatnot. Uh, I think with the internet, it's kind of it's allowed you to narrow down your specific kinks. Like instead of just right. you know, say somebody had like, oh, this person's shoes, and then it got down to oh i like feet nope it's not feet i specifically just like toenails and there's pornography of that out there you know that's crazy it's everything yeah you know it gives everyone a place to get into exactly. what they get into that's true you're right sky's the limit there absolutely wow that just kevin i gotta tell you that just kind of the thought process just really sunk in and blew my mind right now the fact that that kink is out it narrows it down that much Basically yeah. to a hangnail, right? It's it's weird, <laughs> right? It, 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 I mean, the way you described it. I don't see it as weird. I, just, I mean, it is it is remarkable to know that the kinks are out there. But, you know, I mean. Yeah, my weird was your remarkable. Thanks, Brian. Thanks. Here, I thought we were having like an actual, you know, serious discussion. And you we were. To That's what I was saying. Me when a I big said weird. Dumb, I, dumb. No, no, I just meant like my weird was like you, your, your, your word was better. Nothing but insults from you. No, your word was better is what I meant. Your, it was remarkable. Okay. Yes, I should have used that. That's all I was trying to say. <laughs> and that's kind of similar along the lines of what I was going to say because my sex life changed dramatically once I started getting exposed to new things. And you know, like it started out just my husband and I listening to like, I'm going to throw it out. Podcasts were huge for me because we found a sexual podcast. We started listening to where the, um, I'll shout out to sex with Emily. Cause that's, I've said it before on the show, like multiple times, but she would bring on different guests that exposed me to like what high end call girls talk about their careers, why they do what they do. You know, why the psychology behind certain sex things, certain sex toys, um, different types of, you know, people that are into BDSM or I learned about polyamory. I learned about, um, like, you know, more about gays and lesbians and like the different, you know, the different types of, um, perspectives. And I learned a lot and exposed me to a lot. And when you get exposed to a lot, you open up to trying more stuff. When you open up to trying more stuff, you, it, it you evolve. Cause you start thinking, Oh, I, you, you learn what you like that you never would have known you liked or what you don't like that you never would have known. So for me, the the invent of uh, of the internet, or not the invent of the internet, but that kind of exposure really opened up my world. Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, it wasn't until I started seeing, you know, you know, public pornography and stuff like that that I was like, I think I might want to try this. And like, that's become one of my biggest things is sex in public, the fear of getting caught, or you know, somebody actually seeing and watching, and just like it's. Not a normal or legal thing to do, but it's it's thrilling. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's your and kink, I never knew right? I had that in until... In the old days of New York, when they used to have all those triple X places around 42nd Street, you could do that, Kevin. You could go into like a room with a window and people could watch you. Monica. I'm, I'm not saying I went there. I didn't go there. I just heard about it. <laughs> I don't, and I'll be honest if I did. So I think the idea of tech, like technology too, like I think the, one of the coolest things about it is if you were like you can basically say or do whatever you want and be mentally consequence free right i mean 
it, it's like a great feeling to be able to just go in there, like Kevin's word, right? Use it like your kink, whatever it is. And then you, you go out for lunch or you go out to work the next day without a care in the world. And you come home and you privacy your own place and boom, start it all up again. With the internet, it makes it so much, I guess, what, also with these dating apps is that you get to know somebody so well and you get to find that that person that's also shares your kink and like, isn't going to shame you for that. Or is like, I'm open to trying this with other people. Mm -hmm. Like when I started dating the girl in New Brunswick, she was polyamorous and I, I'd never been in a polyamory relationship before. I was like, yeah, you know, I knew that from the, from the jump from her Tinder profile and we ended up dating for like nine months or something like that. That's kind of what was really cool about being on. I was the site that I uh, we used to be on was Tumblr, and Tumblr had a whole sex community. And uh, back in I think it was 2017, they decided to clean up their act and try and scrub their sex community and become like a, you know, like a like no porn anymore. And they ended up quarantining all of the people that I say all of us people that were on there for the sexual content because I don't know how you guys feel, but I did not like just googling porn on my phone for risk of hackers and viruses because those yeah, that's, that's very very common right but tumblr afforded a safe place to peruse sexual content in any subject in a somewhat safe and completely anonymous fashion mm -hmm. is tumblr still around yeah, it is tumblr's still around and there's still a quite a bit of that content on there because they they're having a really hard time scrubbing it all they really are but they've quarantined the from what i heard they quarantine the people that are in those communities from, it's like you can't search for it anymore. That's It's really very difficult now, comparatively. So Pornhub, they had a big crackdown on what was being posted on their website. And, you know, I got to give props to Pornhub because they've always been on the, they've tried their hardest to be on the straight and narrow. Like they used to have sketchy videos on there, whether or not they were of legal age, you know. And it was the whole DMCA thing. They were afraid of that because people were posting pirated movies on there, like blockbusters and whatnot. And then after going through and scrubbing all that out, they, they realized these are also sketchy videos. We can't have these on here anymore. And so that's what they did. And, you know, some people, they have a big problem with Pornhub because of what used to be on there. Whereas you go onto, you know, Facebook or Twitter, you know, they're not doing damn near good of a job as what Pornhub's doing as far as maintaining a clean and, you know, sex positive site, I guess. Are you saying that Pornhub has other videos other than Asa Akira on it? I didn't even <laughs> notice that. Brian, you could type any name into that search bar. That's, that's just mind-blowing in itself. I need to search. She probably hasn't further. posted a new video on there in years. I don't care. The oldies are the goodies. Monica, I feel bad. We're, I feel like you're kind of out of this conversation. You look a deer in the headlights down there. So I'm like, how about your technology? Like the washing machine to wash your vibrators, all that stuff. What kind of technology? Oh, yeah, that's at? how it's helped me. <laughs> she can, you can talk about the sex toys conversation, Monica. I know you, I know you can talk about that. I'm not forcing you into I it. Mean, but I, I, I mean, didn't learn about the sex toys through the internet, though, or technology. I learned about it because other people recommended it, and then I went to look for it. Uh, I'm actually hearing you guys talk. I realized how little I have evolved sexually because of technology. Tell us about that. That's a good contribution. I thought Monica, I thought Tumblr was somebody that just rolled down a hill. I have no idea what there was <laughs> actually a thing know. called Tumblr. Like, huge I don't, community. I, huge. Yeah. I don't go on the internet and search for sex or look for, I love to see sexy TV shows and sexy scenes and movies and, but I won't go looking for sexual stuff or, or, or what gets me off. So I'm actually feeling like, man, I'm just like really uptight compared to you three. Because <laughs> I'm like, it has not made me like more uh, free movement, free action with my body. I'm actually still pretty uptight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Monica, maybe that's a thing for you now. Maybe, you know, I know you got school on the brain. Maybe you need a little bit of an outlet. Try one of these sexual sexting I type like I i'm could. sure kevin but, like i've never had a, you know how you guys how you were talking about sex sexting and, yeah. and and having chats or developing like online relations i've never had that i wouldn't even want to do that with somebody on a video camera on the uh on the you don't internet have to you, use a video. Like you could just be a, you, you don't yeah. have to use a camera the no. beauty of the internet monica I, is you you could put a picture of somebody else up 
<laughs> and just just do the sexting True. side of it. True. True. But Kevin, you I'm sure you got know. some. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, no, I, I was, feel I like was, I need I was, the, the physical connection. Like I want to touch the person. I want to like be in front of well, them. Well, here's That's a brilliant idea. Like. And the first half is going to be serious. Second half, semi-serious. With the internet, now now you can go out and you can find legitimate like sex clubs, you know, that are healthy, everybody's protected. It's no longer a sketchy back room of a bar somewhere. You don't have to like hear from a guy on the corner of, you know, Myrtle and Broadway in Brooklyn and fucking follow him back three blocks somewhere. You can go to these legitimate websites where it's like, hey, we have security. We have, you know, this much for admission. Everybody's protected. I'm not going to show know. up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, check your cell phones in. Everything stays here. And I think what Monica needs to do. Monica needs to go out, get some MDMA, go to one of these sex clubs, and just have a great fucking night. What's MDMA? Okay. There's the question. MDMA <laughs> is is it's Molly. It's it's the pure form of ecstasy. I don't take drugs. I've never taken That's, drugs. Well, you also don't go out and hook up with people. So <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. I've, I'm on dating apps. That's the way technology has changed me because I would never have thought I would be on a dating app. And I've been on dating apps and it's been horrible. But I think it's me too, not coming across as aggressive. Maybe try one of these different apps. Try a different app. Try one of these, you know, these. Which app are you on, Monica? Okay. I was on Bumble. I got off of it because I, it was just like I kept getting ghosted. But I think it's because I wasn't aggressive enough or assertive enough. And I'm looking for a man. Uh, I'm on OkCupid right now, and no, that's yeah, trash, Monica. And then I, I tried. I'm trying Hinge, but it's not going very well. Hinge, Hinge, it's it's advertised as a very good site, but it's also trash. All right, Kevin, just oh. give her the good one then, instead of trashing all the ones she's going to. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, look, I've been on these things for years, so so which so one what is are good, the Kevin? good ones? Yeah, what are the good ones? I have my pen. Well, that's you the thing. tell me. Bumble is a good one, but you do have to be assertive. And I'm assuming the men in your age age range, they might come off as too pushy. What do you mean by assertive? Like, what is expected? Uh, well, so with Bumble, you have to, uh, the the woman has to be the first one to initiate the conversation. Otherwise, men can't send any messages unless the woman sends one first. That's a site rule. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. a site rule. I met my girl on Bumble. You can like them. And I was but- doing that, and I would start talking to them. And it would just not really go more. So, all right. So how long, how long would you talk to them before they ghost you? Because that's also a thing is if a guy feels that you're not taking it too seriously, he'll just get bored. Move on. Not just guys, but also girls as well. Like if I don't ask out a girl within the first day or so, they're like moving on. But forget about that side of it, the dating side of it, Monica. I'm just talking about like you're in school right now. Right now, your dating life is probably you know you got the kids, you got school, you got got a lot of stuff going on. Why don't you just find one of those sites like uh, Tumblr, Tinder? What what, like you could look at pictures and erotic stuff. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. You're completely anonymous on it, Monica. You don't put anything personal on it. You come up with a screen name. This is what benefited me because I have certain kinks or things that I wanted to look at photos of. And it's some of this photography is beautiful. It's not all trash. It's not all low class. It's beautiful black and white men's bodies, women's bodies. You still see a lot of, you have to wade through the shit. There is some crap on there too. But if you are following the right people, everything you see is going to be hot, classy, beautiful. Like you got to follow the right people and you're completely anonymous. So it just gives you something to kind of feed that side of you without the risk. And that's your world, Monica. You live in that fantasy world. Sorry, I didn't mean to make this about put Monica but on see, the spot. But, but, but the fantasy, <laughs> no. I don't think you are. Are you saying Monica looks at like dragon porn and stuff? Mm-hmm. No. Like dragons and werewolves? No, like guys that are dragging between their legs. Nice. Hey. Jesus, slow wheezes. Hey, I'm not I'm not looking to get with aliens or animals or anything like that. So no, no, but Monica, <laughs> if you like watching it on TV, this is like going on there and being able to order it up on a platter and looking at it. I used to spend way more time on Tumblr than Facebook because I didn't give a shit about the stuff I was looking at on Facebook. On Tumblr, it made me happy. Looking at this stuff made me happy. It brought me pleasure. So it's like, it's it's just something that I did. You know, I mean, I didn't make a lot of, 
friends or connections or anything on there. Made I made one connection on there. That's it. Like beyond that, all the people I followed, I had no idea who they were. They had no idea who I was. I just liked the content that they posted. It's just to pass the time, Monica, until you graduate. Still, yeah, I guess. But still, guys, I, it's not to take. It's not instead of having a real person. Right. It's just like yeah, because I still want an honest connection. That's that's really if if somebody. If I could put it down in one sentence, what I want, I just want an honest connection and I don't want it online. I want an honest connection with a person that I can be myself with. I thought it was Dick. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought but she was just going to say, I just want, I just want a dick. <laughs> right. So, but do yeah, you need, do you need an emotional to... connection with somebody in order to have a physical connection I with somebody? I don't know if I need a, an emotional connection. It just. It just it just has to be a, a trust. You do have to like connection. them. Yes, yes. I don't need to be in love with them. So, like, basically, when you were, it's trust. Yeah, when you when you and your 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 ex broke up. But I don't up, want to have something online. I don't. I know. I. But I'm saying when when you and the last guy you were with broke up, you were willing to have friends with benefits for a minute, right? Yes, because I had I trusted him. I still trust. That's what him, I mean. Even though we broke up. It's trust. It doesn't have to be love. I get it. You know, sex is not love. I get it. But there has to be trust. And, and it has to no, be some- I'm, I'm with you on that. So I feel like we've accomplished that. I feel like we have just knocked Monica, like, either down a notch or up a level. I don't know which no, way it went. There's... Because we just proved that she doesn't need to be in love. She just needs to trust somebody. I think trust is important. I, I'm with you. Yeah, that's why I can't just go to those clubs and just see somebody and be like, hey, let's go to this room and let's do this stuff. I, I would freeze. I would- Literally, first, I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. I know that. So I just need to be able to get to a point where I can trust that person. Now, I went on a date with a girl, and I didn't like her. She invited me back to her place, and uh, we did hook up, and she gave me chlamydia. So there is something about having to have that trust. I get it. You, know, you make sense now, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's part of the adventure, Kevin. That's happened before. You just take a pill for it. You just got to ride out the adventure. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, trust me. I wrote it out at work one time. <laughs> Not Look at Monica. <laughs> I'm just going to Oh, gosh. See, I, I like those kind of stories. I get it. Literally. <laughs> so Probably several times over, Brian. Well, this is the guy. See, he's not wearing condoms either. No, I, I'm an adult. Wow, I'm doing the quote sign. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to switch it up a little bit here. Sorry, I know we jumped off track. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay. That's all right. We're just here to talk. I'm just going to like bring us back and say, have, has, has sex and technology, considering sex and technology, have you ever had an embarrassing experience? Uh, back to the story that I just told. I told her that I can't see her anymore because she gave me chlamydia, that I screen grabbed the conversation to send to my friends, and then I sent it to her. I did that, but not about sex. Yeah, oh, that's... like an accidental screen and grab? Oh. oh, boy. Can we say petty, Kevin? Me? I'm not petty. I mean, yes, I am. But. <laughs> no, I, I did that once. I went oh, to share a conversation I had with somebody with that, that happened with my husband when we were before we were dating. I was actually taking an email he sent me, and I was going to forward it to my friend to get her opinion on it. And I actually replied to him. Well, I would say that's probably the most embarrassing thing I've done. Well, as far as that goes, when I was fourteen, fifteen years old, and swapping pictures with girls on AOL, I'm sure they were, you know. Older dudes, I couldn't tell you how many people have a picture of my dick out there. Like, based, <laughs> based on my little child penis, and they just have it now. So, am I embarrassed by it? No, of course not, because I don't let embarrassment fucking get to, you know, take control of me. Yeah, I'm the same thing, Kev. I, so, I'm not really embarrassed by that stuff. I Like, if I'm going to take a, a dick pic, I'm, I'm very well aware that this is out there forever. Let me ask you guys this. If you have pictures, sexual pictures, sexy pictures of your of a girl you were seeing or a man or whoever, a significant other, and then you break up, do you keep them? Yes, I kept the pictures. I am not getting rid of those. I even told my girlfriend, uh, if you scroll through my phone, I don't want you talking to me about it. It's your problem. Don't look at my phone in that sense. I have pictures on there from exes. Well, here's the thing. I saved them to a file and deleted the pictures. No, I'm trying to know. think I, if I have pictures yeah. that anyone sent me. Like, I'm shaking my head because I can't, I can't tell you anybody I haven't sent nudes to or haven't sent nudes to me. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Demetrius, you didn't get them yet? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he subscribes to the OnlyFans, Brian. I think because I'm just such a 
untrusting soul because I know these phones share everything about us. I think that it's one of those mm-hmm. things I believe that you look at and delete. No, I don't care. I don't care who no, sees no, them don't. or what. I don't. If I'm going to put it out there, no. I used to have the greatest Buffalo Bill picture I ever took in my life. It was out there. You know, I did the tuck with the robe on. Oh, first of all, who hasn't That's done that? That's the greatest that? move <laughs> oh. ever, and I don't care. Can if you explain that? Because I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. What does that mean? Well, the guy is like wants to be a woman, so he takes his penis and tucks it between his legs. I know it's weird <laughs> that I haven't seen that movie. I know if that's what you're. She doesn't like to. violence. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, it's one of the greatest. Scenes I do lots. Ever. I'm interested in sex, but not violence. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Sorry, Brian. I got distracted by Demetrius' reaction, so I didn't hear what you said. You... <laughs> no, no worries. I just said it's it's one of the greatest scenes in psychotic movie history, right? When a guy tucks and just shows himself on the camera. Oh, tucks his penis? We've all taken that picture. Yeah. We've all taken that picture. So here's how long ago I was taking this. Why does a man take that picture? I took that with a Polaroid for crying out loud. And we were playing cards at my buddy's table. But why? And as I was dealing the cards, I took the Polaroid and threw it to my one buddy. But what, why does a man want to take a dickless picture? What, why? Because it's Silence of the Lambs. It's, it's comedy. Like just a re- I did, oh, creation. Okay. All right, then. Okay. It's going to go over my head since I didn't. Uh, okay. I will say that I share that, Brian. I, I have let my exes take pictures and videos of me. So there are some videos mm-hmm. and pictures floating out there. And They're out there. I took pictures when we used to have to develop the roles of camera. Oh, so yeah, I've done sure that too. Somewhere out there, some picture operator at the, you know, the, the picture store the, took copies. The photo mat. That's when I was young. <laughs> That's funny. It's a little parking lot kiosk. Better. That's the one, yeah. Kev. I didn't take any pictures back before digital, I don't think. Oh, technology. I don't think I, yeah, I didn't get into naughty stuff until later. Yeah. See, the ones that were made on the old style film and video, you know, VHS, VHS videos, those I made sure were destroyed. No evidence of those. But the ones I took that were digital, I, you know, can't vouch that somebody has destroyed them or not. I don't know. I, I assume exes of mine, they have pictures of mine. I feel, go ahead and keep them. Who are you going to show them off to? Like, Yeah, it's not like the dude's going to be called see Kevin's dick. His 14-year-old mm. dick. Yeah, you can <laughs> literally like, just put in Ghostbusters and look at the Stay Puft Marshmallow think, Man. Like, it's fine. You don't think you're going <laughs> to break the internet if those pictures get released, Kevin? Oh, no. I mean, you'd have to wait until I'm of a certain celebrity status, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. So, Well, I can tell you, after hearing all this talk about that, what's that site you guys are talking about? The, Tumblr. The, Tumblr. No, the only one fans. can make money. Only fans, fans only? Yeah. I'll only do fans. that shit. I'm sure there's some dude out there who wants to see my nipple. I'll show him Brian, all day long. I'll sit right you, here. There, there is certainly a crowd for it. I'm telling you, Demetrius. We'll talk after. It's a crowd for everything. <laughs> What's his body look like? Is it schlubby or do you got abs? What's going on? Oh, I got abs, baby. <laughs> look at that. So, Kevin, do you have an OnlyFans account that I post pictures on, or that uh-huh. you subscribe to? Well, no, no, subscribe. We know he subscribes to. Like, you have your own subscription that other people. You do not yet. I've been toying with the idea. Oh, and not okay. nudes, but like but like lewds and whatnot. Like I'll play my steel guitar with my in my lap so it's covering my junk. Sure, I'll think about that, but I haven't done it you yet. Use a ukulele for that, Kev. Give it space. <laughs> so wait, so so go so go over this again. This fans only site, people post pictures of themselves and what people pay to see it? Is that what I'm Yeah. Can. Oh interesting. Demetrius, should I share my screen? I mean, I can share mine. It's a little better. Don't worry about it. Yeah, probably. You got more uh, content on there. That'll make the big bucks like you. Is that right? Are you telling me that Demetrius has got a page? They got to make money between those jobs. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the celebrity, like, all right, so you don't have to show nudes on there. Like, Bella Thorne fucking broke it because she made like $2 in a day. What happened was she would go into the DMs and say, hey, tip me like $20 or some shit like that, and I'll send you nudes and everybody did it and she got tipped like two million dollars in a day and the nudes were like you know the arm bra and oh. you know suggestive stuff suggested nudes and everybody wanted their fucking money back only fans was like well shit how are the how the fuck are we gonna pay for this and so they had to put a cap on how much somebody can be tipped really so you're telling me every time i show my penis i'm gonna get like 50 cents it's up to you oh i decide to tip but he said that they limit it Okay, but you, you're never going to reach that limit. Don't worry about it. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> because I know. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
and I just got smashed by Dimitri. I have heard that there are people who made millions on those sites, though. Yeah. All right, we may we may have covered it already, but does anybody? I mean, I already talked about Tumblr being mine. Does anybody have a guilty pleasure when it comes to sex and technology? I don't have the wherewithal to get on all these apps and everything, you know, and it's just time consuming. Like I'll be sitting on the couch just watching Instagram videos, and I like t- twenty minutes go by in three minutes, and I'm like, the fuck did I just do? So then I put the phone away. I don't have the time for that stuff. I mean, I my guilty pleasure is looking for sexy TV shows on the different streaming channels. It says steamy sex, like click. I click on it. I mean, I think mine's the same thing. Is you know, I spend, you know, by like my suggested pages on Instagram are just fucking tattooed models just hanging out, and it's like, all right, click on that. All right, there's your link tree. Okay, there's your OnlyFans. All right, well, I don't think you're worth fifteen dollars a month. We'll click out of that. We'll just bookmark it for when I have the extra $15 for the month. But I spend so much time looking at good-looking women on Instagram, and it's like, what Me are you too. doing? Stop it. Like, you could be, Me you could too. be doing something more. I get that, Kev. I'll go through the same thing. My whole Instagram thing is this Asian women, so it is it is what it is. It's like, what the hell am I doing? Well, Everyone has... looks exactly the same. You know, I, I, left this, I have such a type. Racist. I have such a type that they all look exactly the same, you know? So it's like, what am I doing? I love looking at men and their abs and arms. That's my thing. Now, Monica, do you like an older man? Because I can send you some links to some older models. They got tattoos. They got the beards. They got the pompadours. They got the abs. I'm going to send you some links. Don't worry. Pompadours? As long as they have nice abs and and um, chest and arms, I'm okay. I don't care what and the apparently age Apparently a seven-inch penis with girth. <laughs> Brian, I didn't know you subscribed to my OnlyFans. <laughs> Kevin, you couldn't get that in two photos. Oh, I use the uh, panoramic view on my phone. So somebody has his own collection of, of Kevin, sex yeah. Selfies, He's got his own right? collection. Me? Oh, of course. <laughs> this is me at 15. This is me at 17. Oh, my goodness. Watch me grow. <laughs> like, watch me grow. <laughs> oh, God. That's what they did at Kevin's family. They put the, oh, they put the mark on the wall. Right? <laughs> Look, man, my mom didn't take photography for no reason. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Two gross? Okay. Two and a half chicks and one perv. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've listened to your podcast. You're all pervs. <laughs> we are. <laughs> you know, I think, I think we, need a, we need to focus on finding something for Monica to, be, to, to, to enjoy. Monica, what is, your, what is your favorite television show? Not sexual television show, just any television show. Your favorite one? There are too many for me to name just one. Name one off the top of your head. Uh, oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. All right. Well, there's plenty of sex in that. All right. Name a sexless show that you really sexless. enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> are we doing one degree of ejaculation here? Yes. <laughs> what? I think the oh, point great. Kevin's trying to make, Monica. Like is that... the two degrees to Kevin Bacon? We're trying to see yes. how many degrees till we get something to sex. Anyway, go on. I'm a sexless show, Monica. Monica, just say you can't do it. Stranger Things? Stranger Things. Well, that's going to be a difficult one to find. No, I'm sure there's plenty of fanfic out there, but you should not look it up. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. You should not look it up. <laughs> okay, never mind. It better be Har- Hopper <laughs> and fucking Joyce because anything else is inappropriate and underage. I don't even know who you're talking about. Well, I'm pretty sure there's some fanfic out there with the Demogorgons. Is that what you're looking for, Monica? No! (laughs) The Demogorgon opens his face, and Jim Hopper slowly (laughs) inserts his hard penis into the face. And then it gets cut off. You know what? No. It stays on. It stays attached until ejaculation. I'm going to write this fanfic. Monica, I'm doing it for you. There you go. That's a great idea. Oh, thank you. Okay. I'm going to hire an artist to illustrate it as well. Touche. What else? What haven't we covered? Kevin, you didn't even tell me the apps that I'm supposed to go on. Oh, yeah. You said you knew a better one. I did. The only one, the best one is Bumble. Uh, You just have to be more proactive about it. That's just for the dating side of it. Monica, I still think you should do the uh, the Tumblr thing where you could just live in your little fantasy world for a little while. You love fantasy. It's just visually stimulating, Monica. It's not to create a relationship. That's right. I think you should just hook up. I told her that a thousand times. She doesn't. I don't know about the Tumblr because, like I said, there's no connection there it's just looking at stuff but do you but you that's what that's just gonna say that's what you do with the movies that's same thing true but true. that ought to be a site that starts off friends and maybe eventually benefits that we can get to know somebody first 
decide if that would could be trust nice. them. There should then, be an app, a dating app called Friends to Dating. There, I invented Friends something. first? Yeah, Friends first. That's impossible. You can't do that. <laughs> sure you can. Why not? No. People are on those sites knowing that sooner or later they're going to have sex. Oh, that's why I was on the site. That's why it's called <laughs> Friends First. You become friends, then you lead it up to something else. Well, what's the threshold? Yeah, good question. Sex first. Good Maybe it should be sex first. I don't know. Friends later. That doesn't help with the trust, I like Brian. that. I like that. Well, you trust each other enough to be on the site to know you're going to go out and fuck. How are you going to trust somebody oh, you haven't goodness. seen completely naked? Well, that happens even no matter where you meet somebody, right? Does trust and naked have something to do with one another? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah, but that's kind of interesting. Like when you uh, when you meet somebody even in a bar, I mean, you don't know that you're going to like them naked, right? That is true. At least you're seeing the person, but. Mm-hmm. But you're making an attempt. Yeah. Monica, yeah. Ashley Madison. They're oh, all God, no. All right. That's so where I'm not, I did, I am not dating married men. I'm not dating married men. I did men. want to no. talk about this. No. I wanted to talk what? about Ashley Madison and the hack that happened, what, 2015? Oh, Kevin, you were on the list? Oh, no, no, no. I never cheat. I always make sure that I break <laughs> up before. Like, so, like, that, that was a great thing uh, for sex and technology. You know, it, it made it a yes. safer place for people who wanted to have affairs. And not to say, you know, that cheating is okay or cheating is wrong, but, you know, it's mutually decided on these people talking to each other. We're going to have an affair because they're already in a committed relationship. And I think that's their own private business. But then people, some fucking nerd out there was like, well, why did he, why does he get to have two girlfriends and I get none and hacked the site and exposed all these people to cheating, and then people literally killed themselves because of it. Why does he get to have two and I have none? That's like, that's, it's, he's out there seeking it. I don't, that's a, that's a crazy victim mentality. I'm assuming that's the reason why they did it. Oh, yeah. that was an assumption? Well, they probably got <laughs> cheated on and were hurt, and they're like, this is a site based for affairs. Or maybe they were just like, I got nothing better to do with my time. I know cheating sucks and everything, but people still had the right to just keep their privacy. Yeah, I agree. I don't necessarily agree with people cheating unless they're looking for a way out. But I don't know. I think it was okay if it's a mutually agreed upon between the two parties on the site. Wait a minute. It made it a safer way to do it. Aren't you the guy in the last episode told us you think it's okay to cheat if it's the girl with a boyfriend and you're single? No, no, he no, just no. said that the no, guy. No, he I'm didn't not say that. Che- he didn't say that. I'm not no, an active cheater. Like I'm allowed to cheat with somebody. Oh well, like I'm allowed to be the one. Uh, you're saying it's not your with. fault if they decided to cheat. That's what you said. Exactly. Right? Thank you. Yeah. That's what he said. Yes. But doesn't that make you a cheater? I'm not an active participant in their relationship. You were an active participant in the sex. But he's not trying to break itself. up the relationship. He's just there for no. a minute, gets out, and goes away. Look, a if minute. she's gonna, she's He's gonna do no it. Faith in a you. minute, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean Look, it that way. Uh, I didn't. I'm capping out. Minute forty-five. <laughs> and that's before my. <laughs> I think down. you know. Here's the thing: right. it, when it comes to that kind of stuff, are you an active participant in the relationship? No. But the question is: is like for me, I'm like, if the shoe was on the other foot, I have a hard time being that person. Because I'm like, I, you know. I agree. For me, I now, agree with that, Tess. I'm like that, too. If I know this person, I and don't. I know that they're in a committed relationship, <laughs> then I'm not going to do it. If it's a random bar hookup, yeah, it's not your I don't fault. see the problem with sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Especially if they but didn't that, tell you. But their significant other doesn't know that. So Right. Of course. They also don't that care to hear true. the story. They just want to beat the shit out of you. And you know, well, life the, the isn't thing black with you, Kevin, was doing with a with an unknown is that it's not really an emotional connection. The problem with uh, being in an extramarital relationship with a person you know is that it obviously can get emotional because you know this person, right? If you're like the 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 other party, like not the one in the relationship. My ex wife, she didn't explicitly say that she was cheating on me, but it was you know when she found out that I was seeing somebody, you know, because it was a amicable divorce she was like so what's her name i was like jesus christ we have to do this she's like well if we're gonna maintain friendship so i was like yeah i met her on match her name's this blah blah, blah. and she's like well i'm seeing somebody too 
and then did like one of these like mm. when I asked what's the name, she went mm. and I was like, Don't even fuck us in. I already know who the fuck it is. Like and she's mm. like, I swear to God we didn't plan it this way. I was like, I'm not gonna believe that. Now I'm still friends with Mac's wife. I hate that fucking cocksucker, but I'm still friends with Mac's wife. Are they still together? No, they got divorced. They got married and then divorced. Did you have a party when that happened, Kevin? Did I? No. <laughs> I did immediately call her when she told me. You guys didn't I have mean, kids or anything, right? Or you didn't? No, we didn't have any shared property. We didn't have any kids. And, you know, I've Thanks known her since here. I was 16 years old. You know, yeah. now I'm out living in New Jersey. She's the only person I know. She got your 15-year-old penis pick? <laughs> no, she never had any penis pics from me. Okay, so I guess we jumped the technology train and went into Kevin's sordid cheating life. So <laughs> Kevin's uh, adolescent sex life? No, I mean, I think we covered a lot on the topic. I think as normal, the topic leads us into different arenas. But the internet, it's, you know, literally anything and everything's out there. And we haven't discussed it all. Mm-hmm. This is just things That's that we true. know about. Right. It's a huge subject. But I got to say that for me, my overall opinion is that technology has just like spiced things up in my world. And it's made me, it's, it's brought my path to where it is today. It exposed me to a lot of things. I opened my mind. I opened up my body, and I I have a more scintillating sex life because of it. So, all in all, I think it's a good thing. I mean, the apps were definitely downside? helpful. Sure. Yeah, apps yeah. were helpful to have sex. I will say that they are a great, well, a great gateway to have sex. What do you mean when you say apps? The app, like the dating apps. Dating apps. Oh. So until I found my even... my person, I had a lot of fun because of those apps. So. The thing is with Tinder, like it started off as a hookup site and then people came in and were like, well, I'm not looking to hook up. I'm looking for a serious relationship. And it's like, well, you're ruining the app. We'll get off of Tinder, <laughs> That's right? true, right? It's, it's I mean, true. Go, there's so go many to fucking Match.com or Christian Mingle or fucking J-Date or some say, shit like that. I was just going to say, there's so many dating yes, apps. Why would they Farmers try to make only. Tinder what well, it's Well, here's not. the thing. Like Tinder, Tinder went so hard against being considered the hookup app that they kind of like, they... They advertised against that. Whereas Grinder, Grinder is specifically for gay dudes hooking up, and it's like wow. literally name. this person is three feet away from you. Guys don't know about Grinder. I'm sure Brian does. No, but... no I, I know Grindr. about Grinder. I, I do not know about Grinder. I'm sure you do. Uh, Why are you saying that? Is that a bad thing, Kevin? <laughs> are you are you picking on me, Kevin? Because I know <laughs> Grinder. You're so not woke. <laughs> they show people in close proximity to you. That yeah. are also on the site looking to hook up? Because it is a site for gay hookups. So I think when Tinder, they wanted to start charging for like like premium services, like, oh, less ads. Oh, you get more boosts. Oh, you won't see any more bots or anything else like that. That's when the whole credit card company came into play. And they're like, well, you can't just be a hookup app. So they're mm. a dating app. Is there a grind E for like heterosexual sex like that? Because well, since Tinder was ruined, right? Grind that, E? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> Grinder just sounds bad. Sounds like, yeah, sounds like, you sounds like down it. and dirty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like That's what it's supposed really to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. I wonder what they do. Like, they get the ping that somebody's like three feet away from them and they like check them out first before yeah, they you, it's It's just like any of the other dating apps. You swipe, you swipe, you swipe, and you see the distance that they are away from you is... I think, and they have a profile like, so you can see what they look like and everything. I imagine. So, what do you do then? Do you do you respond on the app like so Uber? So, if you swipe, you swipe, you swipe, and you match, and it's like, hey, so uh, you want to meet at this bar, have a couple drinks, wow. and then you can go to the bathroom or you know go wherever. It just goes to show that no matter how much you're exposed to things, there's so many things you still aren't exposed to. Mm-hmm. That is how, like, so one of my friends, he. He was hooking up with the dude. He brought him back to his place. And then after they hooked up, the guy was going to stay the night. And that was okay with him. And so he pulled out his meth pipe and started to smoke. And my friend was like, you can't do that in here. What are you doing? <laughs> and this guy was like, oh, my bad. And then a couple minutes later, my he bad. goes to the bathroom. And then he's like, man, he's been in there for a while. And he goes into the bathroom. He's smoking meth in his bathroom. He's like, no. When I say you can't do that here, it wasn't just the bedroom. It's also anywhere in the apartment. Oh. If you're going to smoke, go outside. <laughs> tell him to go. Oh, God. Yeah. Now, did three months later, he did tell us that he was HIV positive. Yes, he did. But that's probably because of hookups like that. Mm. Right. 
Yeah. Bring it down. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of he risk out did. there. But he's a lawyer now, so. That, so, yeah, there's a bright point to this. That's scary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny? I keep thinking, I laugh about this when I think about it. And, like, I'll be, like, thinking about the fact that I'm on a podcast that mostly talks about sex. I'm not having any sex. So, that's, I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> Look, you had me on a, as a guest, and I haven't had sex in, like, eight months, so. What? Okay, well. Right? I beat you to that more than a year for me. You don't have to be having sex to have opinions about sex. True. But, Kevin, you just talked about a whole bunch of hookups. Yeah, I'm not. I'm 37 now. Nobody would talk about a 37-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Please. That's not true. 36-year-old <laughs> women will. Please. You can get hookups at any age, I think. You're at I'm the age right to, now uh, where you can get them six years older and, and 10 years younger. Yeah, I don't think I want 10 years younger. Why not? Like I did that once when I was I was thirty one, and she was twenty one. We like we hooked up, like we met on Tinder. We met at the bar down in downtown New Brunswick, and then I was like, "All right, well, because downtown New Brunswick's like a stone's throw away from where I lived." So I'm like, "All right, well, I'm gonna walk home." She's like, "Oh no, I'll drive you." I was like, "It's really fine." Like I walked down here, I can walk back, and then she drove me home, and then you know I got a little HJ in the car. It was uh, it's a fun night. Yeah, what was the bad thing about it? Like, well, you made it sound like it was a bad thing. Because I didn't get, I didn't get a second one. Like, we stopped talking after that. Like, we had nothing in common. I need to take Monica's advice. Trust the person. Start before I hook up with them. Otherwise, I hook up with people I don't like. I did help you, Kevin. So Monica's your bright and shining example. Okay. Need that friends first plus benefits site. See, I agree. I think the opposite. I think you need the sex first and then friends later. You got you to gotta take the car for a test drive. Well, I would like to say in, in closing, I really like having Kevin on. I appreciate having him on. And I, you know, test, you know, whoever came up with this topic, it was a little tough. I have to say it was a little tough to try to figure out tech because we didn't know what technology meant in the grand scheme of things. Well, you didn't. I think your other two well, I didn't, did. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Kevin, you definitely gave us a different perspective, a younger yes. perspective. Well, I think I was a little bit more sincere this time. I think we did fine. There was a lot of stuff to cover, and we covered a lot of ground. I mean, you can't cover it all. You know, we in the hour or so we spend together, we just, you know, we talk through the, the topic and come up with what we come up with. Yeah, no, I wasn't saying it was bad. It was just, it was, it was just different. It was different. I thought it was kind of cool. All right, East Coasters, go to bed. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. bedtime. Yeah, it's my bedtime. Well, Kev, appreciate you coming on, buddy. Anytime. Yeah, thanks, Kev, for joining again. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, everyone. Have All a right, great everybody. night. Have a great night. Bye. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Good night. Later, kids. That's our show for today. To our producer, D, thank you for making our show possible every week. To our listeners, did you identify with some part of today's discussion? We would love to hear from you about how sex and tech has affected your sex life. Email us at 2.5chickspod at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Two and a Half Chicks. Do you want to be a guest on Two and a Half Chicks and bring us a topic you haven't heard yet? We would love that. Email us if you want to come on and talk and laugh with us about absolutely any topic. The season isn't done yet. Come back next week. We'll talk to you then. Bye. But wait, 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 before you I leave. I do want to hear, I want to hear the Beatrice's embarrassing story, though. Yes! And I want to hear yes, that, that's too. that's what I was going to say. We were promised a story. When I was a teenager, this was at the height of instant messaging. So you're talking your AOL instant messenger. I was in a Christian school. So, you know, I had all hey, my friends. That's a shocker for me right there. I did not know that. In the Christian school, it's a super small school. We're still, you know, getting through the technology thing. And, you know, I'm having a computer and all my friends are... All, all on Instant Messenger, and we're learning all about this. Oh, you can actually send anything you want. You can send, you know, sex, sexting. That's basically what we're just learning about it. Again, horned up teenager. My teacher at the time was a 20-something-year-old young guy who was super into technology as well. And I don't know why, because I, I think I might have had his window open as well, like just on the side or something like that. So I was texting with the with this girl. I was like, yeah, yeah, you you know, you you want to see this big dick or whatever the fuck I was saying. I don't remember the exact nonsense I was saying, but 
I was typing. I was like, yeah, it's super horned up. And I ab- and I absolutely did not pay attention to the screen <laughs> that I typed it in and just horned up, sent it to the teacher. And the absolute shock on my face was like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> and I remember... I remember being... And he must have been so excited. He probably sent back a winky face. <laughs> yes, because that makes perfect sense for that. <laughs> oh. No, we got to know how he did react. And what happened? So I remember... Dimitri's being... got an A+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I remember... I remember being... And a D-. Minus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember being so shocked. Like, oh my God. How do I, uh, what do I say in response to this? And I just wrote back, I don't know what happened. I don't know who typed this. <laughs> Something happened with my computer. I don't know what happened. He, and he just went, Plausible uh, deniability. <laughs> he just said, yeah, like, uh, you know, be careful out here. <laughs> like, there's some yeah. weird shit going on. I was like, oh. Oh, I would have been like, I thought that was Proverbs. I'm not going to tell your, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell your parents about this. <laughs> the most embarrassing thing I've ever done on the internet. That's great. Wow. Wow. That <laughs> I did awesome. not expect. <laughs> you have to put that on. You have to air that. 